Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Today we bring you a special addition to the podcast, Crew Bar Chat. These are off-topic ramblings after the shows and will most likely be all over the place, as well as things that were triggered after the interviews. Hope you enjoy. I'm looking up OnlyFans. I don't know what OnlyFans is, so tell me what the freak <laughs> OnlyFans is. It's like a... If you want to make money. Yeah, so people post like, I mean, I know it from the gay perspective, which is guys put pictures on there and you kind of you basically pay access to like a membership to their page so you can watch their porn pictures and videos. Oh, I'm signing up. Yeah. That's like how <laughs> gay guys use it. No, no but Well, it, it can be for anything, but mainly right. it's for soft pornography. Yeah, yeah it's not uh, hardcore, right. Somehow got following this girl <laughs> that was really funny and then on Twitter, but then I found out uh, she had an OnlyFans and I'm like, what is this? And I started trying to follow some stuff and it's just like it's girls that are cute and they post pictures and they have a subscription or you can yeah. buy a subscription and they make money out of it just That's by how posting they make money, right. sexy sexy pictures right so, so you're a subscriber on there i am not no, surprisingly me neither. <laughs> the only reason i found out about OnlyFans is because on tumblr people used to be able to I mean, they would put porn on Tumblr on their own pages. And I guess temp Tumblr just cut it out and said, absolutely not, no oh. more. And so all the gay guys left Tumblr and went to OnlyFans. Uh, I did have and, a Tumblr just for pictures and stuff because it yeah. was, you know, at the time it was like, hey, we're going to you know, compete was, with it Instagram. Was easy. Right. It was easy. I found it a lot easier, you know, pretty easy to to scroll through there and, yeah. and, and see stuff. but It kind of looked like a combination of Instagram and Pinterest. But, well, okay. Well, not not signing up for that one. No. I, <laughs> I no, mean, don't. I mean. No. I, had to yeah. find, I had to find out what it is. The only other description. I, I was, was just, was, I was I, just joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only fans. That's pretty, it was pretty funny. I well, left that in I mean, there because it was Can you imagine funny. how many subscribers <laughs> I would have to Only fans? <laughs> You I never mean, know. I can't, even get, I can't even get any traction on Twitter. <laughs> I, I don't like Twitter. Obviously, well, I love Twitter, but I've realized I've had to, you know, these come to Jesus things that you're just like, you're not nearly as funny as you think you are. And you just really <laughs> have to edit yourself. You know, it's like mm. you are not as funny as you think you are. Uh, that is that is true because uh, you know I, I mean I do like the TikTok thing and I'm like I worked hard on that I thought I thought I did a pretty damn good job and I got like four likes yeah. you <laughs> made your like, four cents well that's not to, hey I'm up and to, you see people I'm up to nine cents now woohoo thank you very and much. you see people posting the stupidest shit and they get like a thousand likes and I'm like come yeah. on yeah what come what what's wrong with me. Oh, I think it's, have you ever watched uh, Black Mirror? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So did you ever watch that episode about likes? Yeah. And it had to do with ratings, right? That's your status. uh, Yeah, it was like your status, your ratings. And then all of a sudden this girl couldn't get up to the next status level and she starts messing up and her life just falls apart (laughs) because of ratings. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, Ron Howard's, Ron Howard's daughter, Dallas. Dallas Bryce Howard. Dallas, yeah, Dallas Howard, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a that was a pretty trippy show. Yeah, but it's kind I mean, of it's... like the new generation of Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's some super disturbing Black Mirror things. Whoa. I, I need to catch up because I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, I, like, I probably haven't seen it in in at least. I'll a be year right back. Or so. 
Well, there, there hasn't been a new season for a while, but I watched that whole new season and it was freaking disturbing. There's some weird stuff that I remember in there. I, I watched probably maybe four or five episodes other than the, uh, the social media one, but it was, it was pretty wild, twisted all over the place. And I like it because it was kind of like the Twilight Zone because you don't really have to start at season one, episode one. You could just no, you can watch any watch whatever yeah. one you want because yeah, they're all every, individual. Yeah, they're all individual. But the the one with the robot dog really was. I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen that. Uh, you know, on the Twilight. Was that kind of like AI, like the movie AI? No, way different. It was uh, robot dogs that were patrolling a certain oh. thing, and oh, wow. uh, they when they focused on you they stayed with you they just tracked you and uh, right. I, well i don't want to ruin it but yeah okay i'll because I, that i'm looking I'm for i just finished i just finished a, a, a documentary series on netflix so i need a new a new show to binge so maybe i'll start binge watching uh, black mirror because i had watched that before norseman oh that doesn't sound good oh <laughs> it's yeah, really yeah. funny you would like you you it's like it. really really funny i i can't, is I, it? can't I just can't get into it but uh my wife it's, loves it she thinks it's the, the best thing it is hilarious who's in that it's it's just these it's random no names Nordic, oh, okay. it's it's this random random norway uh thing but they're so it, it, it's it's <laughs> okay I'll, is it on netflix yeah, it's on yeah. Netflix. Okay, I got to watch that. Because there's a bunch of shows that I've watched that I ended up being, I thought, really good shows. Um, like uh, the End of the Fucking World. Have you seen that one? Yes. That was really good. I was really shocked at how it? much I liked it. Yeah. Is it well, a series effing, or a movie? Effing. It's a short series. It's, I think it's, is it two like seasons or one series? series? Two seasons. Yeah, it's an English English. Um, series oh. very wacky and i i could see how brad would really like it <laughs> um it just is the right is that kind of sensibility that i would expect brad to like it i'm not i think you would like it i i think it was a really interesting i, I liked show. it i liked it I, it yeah. wasn't my favorite and there's another one by the same person and i can't remember the name of it now but if you look up the same sort of director the same person who did that show did another one that's very similar in the in the awkwardness of it because it's just it's and that's why i like those shows because it's not the standard american series they, and the reason i watched the end of the fucking world was mm -hmm. because the kid that starred in it the guy mm -hmm. was in that black mirror oh, episode okay. where he gets blackmailed into doing oh. all this this violence oh it, yeah that black mirror one that was that is that was the same fucking the, the robot disturbing bar the robot uh, no 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 this was a totally different one this was where some unknown entity was blackmailing people on the internet they would access their computer and see what they were doing and then oh. blackmail them and have them do these random violent acts oh oh, oh yeah, it was, i'm gonna have to it does I'm not end well back into that none, none of those black mirror no <laughs> black mirror is pretty heavy <laughs> that's why i likened it to uh ai that Spielberg movie, I found that movie deeply disturbing. AI, I, like, the, yeah. like the older one? Yeah, yeah. The little kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like that one. I just, but I, I found it really disturbing. It Have just you seen, uh, comfortable. Um, it's a movie, but uh, Ex Machina? That was really good. Again, very disturbing. Yeah, just, I, just I, I like that. that one. Ex Machina. Yeah. Machina? Yeah. Ex Machina. I, 
I thought it was a really interesting, again, it's just a, a, a new idea, a very interesting concept or making a, a new, you know, a new version of that same sort of concept in the future. What is it going to be like if we're, if we're making machines that look and act like us? How are they, you know, are, are we going to turn them into our slaves? Are we going to turn them into our partners? And how do you tell a person from a machine of heart? Yeah. Well, you know, going away from the movies and shows into real life, have you been following the AI um, robot, the the female? Yeah. She looks kind of Asian, but she is fully conversational and has yeah. all, all of the uh, mannerisms of your face and everything. And she's all based on your conversation with her. Nobody's inputting anything. And then they have right. that dog robot that is on four legs and it can walk up and down stairs and you can kick it over and it'll turn itself over. That's real. That's the same dog. That's the same dog that was in that episode. That, okay. That's going to be, that's going to be trippy because that thing is real. And that's, that's technology that we see. That's not even the secret stuff. (laughs) And, and a lot of these uh, websites that you go to and they have the chat option, that chat's not a real person. Right. That's an AI. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Now I have you a, can tell. Um, yeah. my you, can, I, you can tell. Like depending I, on the first answer, then you start to know. But if you don't, if you don't know that, that hey, this is probably an AI. Right. If you if you're unaware of that, I mean, they can lead you into all kinds of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they can. <laughs> they really Just, can. You yeah. can like you're like, oh, shut up. You don't know anything. Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. But <laughs> and they get get you back on track and you're like, oh, you just talked me off a cliff. My uncle and I were talking about a movie that um or the angel has fallen. It's like another one of the president, Morgan Freeman or whatever. But there's a part in the first of the movie where there are they put up a thousand drones they shoot them up into the air have you have you guys seen this movie mm-hmm. it is it is probably it is probably one of the most disturbing things because all of these little drones had they were you know they're about this big like the you saw the olympics where they go up and make all those right all that stuff. yeah that's the kind of drones they were and they're all super small and they shoot them out of a cannon and they shoot a thousand of them and they track all these guys down and, and each one of them is outfitted with a explosive that kills everything within 30 feet of itself and there's a thousand of them even though it's a movie i mean they make drones that small and they're very little racing drones they're very fast you can outfit them now with all kinds of stuff so that's another thing that could be real and used for very bad purposes we're another, doomed another black another black mirror episode is when they have the drones that are that look like bees oh yeah uh, and I they saw that. Yeah. thousands and thousands of bee drones and they mm-hmm. drill inside your ear. Oh, I well, mean, yeah. and it's like a, like a Star Trek where they get the little thing that goes in the ear. Yeah. Because yeah. I, yeah. I read I a book a while ago. Yeah. I mean, I read a book that was, I think it might have been a Michael Crichton book where it had to do with nanotechnology, nanotechnology and how they use that. I mean, just think of a, a, that small of scale. Yeah. And they had that technology to attack you know, or do whatever they, they need done or to watch or to follow or to do anything. So it's, um, yeah, I don't know. When we start to go down that path, it starts to feel a little like a doomsday. Based on if you're a techie, I'll, I'll tell you the story, this, this guy that got into my Uber one night, but are, are you, are you techie? Do you like techie, techie, super 
super techie things. Yeah, I'll listen to it, but I'm, but, not, a, I'm not a techie person, though. I'll, I'll tell you about half of it, or, or what this was. This guy gets in, and he's, he was flown here for some big um, company, uh, oil and gas company, to fix something. I don't know what it was, but he kept talking about this. And I'm a tech. I love tech technology stuff. It's scary, but I love tech. So I went to school to fix computers and all that kind of stuff. We got to talking about, and he was testing me on my knowledge about, you know, resistors and diodes and capacitors and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he started talking about this thing called a memristor. You know, this guy was from, I don't know, India or Bangladesh or somewhere over there talking about this thing called a memristor. And I was like, okay. So basically this boils down to the memristor is a sub micro organism that they have created. It's, you know, it's, it's sub nano, like it's way smaller than nano. It has a infinity memory on it and it's a combination of memory and a resistor memristor. But I was like, all the stuff that he was telling me about this thing, I was like, I, you are blowing smoke. Like that doesn't even exist. And he was like, and you know, he gets out and he's like, Hey, uh, go check it out. Google it. Memorister. And I did. And you can see the YouTube videos of these, all of these renowned science world scientists with titles this long, you know, t- talking about it, but it is a infinity memory. You'll never lose the information. So they're starting to put these in wow. Mars rovers and all this kind of stuff that will never degrade um, over, you know, eons, it will always have its memory and erase what it needs to and not whoosh. It was the craziest thing. Sometimes I feel like, you know, we're the stuff that we're coming up with as a society is like it, it, in some ways I feel like, wow, it's amazing what people are doing and, and we're getting smarter and we're getting more capable. And on the other hand, I'm like, we're getting dumb as rocks. You know, <laughs> there's just like this, this big, huge divide that's getting bigger and bigger between the smart and the stupid. Because I feel like, you know, there's a lot of stupid shit that I see on a daily basis that I'm just like, how is this going to work? <laughs> and yet I still get disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, uh, people, there's people that can't even park in the lines. Yeah. You know, every day I see people that are just parking like in, like uh, straddle, uh, straddling the lines. And I'm like, shit. If you look at those online, like look at YouTube videos of bad parking and it's just, it's crazy. I just don't get it because my whole thing is that what I keep hearing is that you know, some people feel uncomfortable calling cops that they don't want because that's how things get people, they get called on them all the time and situations escalate that should never escalate. And this is a perfect right. example. So it's weird that she called 911 because, you know, if, if what's out there is partially true or somewhat true with, with what's going on with the police, the last thing you want to do is call the police. Um, yeah. Because it, it could cause you problems. So I, I just don't understand that you know in this particular case i get it you know looking back you know i mean i i don't think i've ever called the police but so so jeff has called the police on on various of our neighbors over the years because he because he like you know he like now i had to go i had to get up and i went to go close the door because he was upstairs going to sleep and he can hear me because i talked too loud you know people have parties like late parties and he will call, he had, didn't hesitate at all to call the cops and just say, hey, break up this party. 
uh, you know, it's, it's past midnight or whatever. We used to have our name. We, we were in the front house and there was a driveway on the side and there was a house behind us. There was a big party going on back there. And, you know, the, the people that rented, we didn't have any problems with them, but they, they were African-American. And I don't think today Jeff would call the cops on them. I think that he would just go over and talk to them rather than calling the cops, which is probably what he should have done. But he just didn't want to get up because, you know, he was just kind of like, wanted somebody else to break it up and not him and gotta not tell the up, neighbors put your shoes on yeah and not tell them that it was us that called like they wouldn't know who called yeah but now today i i you know looking back like we we i didn't think twice about it right i i i've never ever thought twice about calling the police and now if you know in that situation i i i think we'd think twice about doing it if if i ever had a neighbor that was having a loud party I'd be like, dude, I got to get there. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'm bring going. my own. I'll bring my I'm own. I'm going. I'm bringing a glass <laughs> and I'm heading over there because oh. this sounds fun. I know exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no. Jeff broke, he, when we lived at that house, Jeff broke up two parties and one was a. Uh, what a nerd. Yes. Because he wanted to go to sleep. One was a Halloween party and it was going late. And so he called the cops and it's, they broke up that party. It's fucking Halloween. Lighten up. He's got to get asleep. No, we have a, a, every Halloween for this will be our 21st year. Hopefully Halloween's not completely off. Haven't heard anything yet, but does he listen to this podcast? No. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> but, um, so our Halloween at so our he'll house, never hear that. Yeah. Great. That, yes. we, that we've done. We every, call him a nerd all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Delete that app out of it. So he can't hear the, our, our the podcast. Anyway, so our Halloween is a is a huge deal. It's my favorite day. I'm a Halloween nerd. I uh, every yeah. every year we have anywhere between six and eight hundred kids come through. It's wow. all my the news comes over, and I've got you know five six smoke machines, two sound systems, lasers, all kinds of stuff. Every time somebody moves in the rental house next to us or even, you know, in the block around us and I meet them, that is the very first thing I say. I, I'm just warning you when Halloween comes, it's very loud, um, you know, trigger treat and nobody else comes, you know, uh, after nine o'clock, everybody's, you know, done and everything. And then we go inside and we have, you know, watch TV or, or I about pass out because I've lost four pounds from sweating. But from dusk, you know, what, seven, seven to about 9.30, it's loud. I've got two sound systems and it's loud. You can hear me four blocks away and everybody knows us in the neighborhood. This is right. a Halloween house. So, you know, we've, we're established and, and if anybody does call or whatever, it's the neighbors that will go to that person that find out the call and they will like ball them out. Well, that's a pretty reasonable time too. You know, I mean, he's not calling the police at eight o'clock at night, you know, you know, this is, this is well past midnight, yeah. which to me, when, at, when, when we were that age, we were probably in the early thirties or something. So for me, it, it wasn't late at all. And I'm like, okay, I can put up with a night one night, you know, a big party a little bit. I can put up with that one or two nights. You know, it's not that big a deal. Right. It's just like if you're on the ship and the neighbors <laughs> are partying and I, oh, I Jeff would have called the, the, yeah, would have called security on me times when I was in bed and Eric or somebody else would be come knocking on my door. Yeah. Brad, <laughs> why, why are you in bed? We're partying over here. Get up. <laughs> And I'd be like, oh shit, you know, I bet I just, I might as well just get up now and go because yeah. they're not going to stop. <laughs> yeah. Jeff would be uh, the man overboard, man overboard. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, Jeff would Mr. be like Mob, that, uh, Mr. Mob. Yeah, uh, like the uh, that band that bandmaster who kept calling security on me. Yeah. I was so happy the day he signed off. I was like, Hallelujah! <laughs> on the cruise ship, when we're talking about earlier the funny movies or shows and stuff, before the cruise ship, you probably did, but I didn't. But did you guys ever watch or um, uh, cruise ship was new to me with Mr. Bean? No, I think I had heard of Mr. Bean before cruise ship. I don't remember. Because I know my parents really like Mr. Bean because it's very he was visual. The funniest, funniest dude, man. I was like, what is this? And it was never, already like 10 years old or something. I yeah. never much liked Mr. Bean, but I really liked Blackadder. I was a big oh, yeah. Blackadder fan. Uh-huh. I, I watched don't know if I saw any of that. Oh, Hugh Laurie was in that. Is it and, comedy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it on was, Netflix? Uh, it's got to oh, be I out there. Somewhere. I'm sure you so. could find it, it on YouTube. So old. It is so old. Yeah, but people uh, post all sorts of stuff. I would say you could probably look it up on YouTube. I'm sure that you could find some Black Adders. I'm going to have to yeah, try Black that. Oh. Of course, it's it's old now. I mean, it's probably not aged very well. But back in the day, that British edgy humor was really funny. Oh, uh, like, uh, Hugh Laurie and uh, gosh, what's what was his partner's name? The guy, he does a great podcast too. Uh Black Adder. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, Do you guys have you guys Benny ever Hill. heard of this show called Taskmaster? Well, Benny Hill's going way back. I used to watch Benny yeah. Hill too. <laughs> Benny Hill. That's really that was seventies, awesome. dude. Well, dude, I used to watch that. I we, watched it all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I watched it with my parents. Like we'd all, you know, sit down and watch it. My parents loved it. Again, my parents because of their English. And my dad is deaf, uh, partially deaf. Um, like visual comedy is really good for them and they love it. So Benny Hill, uh, Mr. Bean, it's all perfect because it's all like that visual comedy. Oh, yeah. Just oh yeah, Mr. It. Bean, no no sound. No, no, yeah. Yeah. no dialogue, yeah. Uh, it's so funny. I was like, this is the best thing. Hey, have you guys, uh, you guys have net- Netflix. Have you he- heard of this? Um, I'll, I'll let you research it yourself, but have you ever heard of the Netflix Bible? Uh, the secret Bible, the secret Netflix Bible. So Netflix, if you're searching through TV shows or movies, you know, you go to the menu, you can only, there's probably a combination of what, three or 400 movies, shows, whatever. Right. I heard through chat and this stuff and, and about this thing called the, the secret Netflix, Netflix Bible. And I was like, that's a bunch of BS. They told me how to get to it. They had to find it, research it, Google it, whatever. And I did. And I was like, holy fuck. It is not three or 400. It's, it is insane. And I called Netflix and I'm like, Hey, how do I get access to all of your titles? And he's like, what do you mean? Well, uh, I just found out that you have this secret Netflix Bible. And the guy was like, Oh, we're not allowed to comment on that. Wait a minute. So now you're validating. It's a real thing. He's like, well, we, we have people call in and ask about it and stuff. I'm like, same thing I just said. When I go into the menu and look at, you know, combination of two, three, 400 movies, TV shows, whatever, how many total titles do you guys have? Oh, well, total all together. Movies, TV shows, how many do you really have on your database? Oh, we have uh, just under 30,000. Holy cow. If you Google it and you find it, there's a list of all of them and you have to scroll down for an hour to get to the, and I was like, all right, well, I wonder if this works. So I'll scroll down and find some, you know, dark comedy and I will plug the code in on my smart TV, Netflix search, whatever, and boop, pops right up. Wow. I need <laughs> I to look like, at that because 
what happened to me was that I was watching a show and I was slow in watching it. You know, I didn't think the title was going to go off and it's a, a Spanish language show. It's, it's actually really funny. And it, it's an interesting show. It's like a time travel show. There's like this ministry of time and then they get, um, they get this warning that, Hey, somebody's interfering and it's going to throw off the future because they're interfering with the past. And so they have to go and fix it to make sure that it comes out the way it should to keep the past the same as it should be so that it doesn't change the future. Is this like a bureau of guys with like fedoras and stuff? No. Or they go through a door and they- They do, they have all these doors, right. They have all these doors they go into and that's how they travel through all these doors and they have them all around the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Ministry of Time. And I was was on like the second season and I don't think I had finished second season. I was going to go watch the third, gone. It was off. And I was like, what the hell? They, they, I couldn't find it anymore. So I wonder if it'll pop up if I search for it that way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was wild. Blew me away. So yeah, you just I've, went- I've, I've, heard, I've heard that you can access more than what's uh, you know, available on the, on the menu, but I didn't know how to do that. I, but I've heard that, that it's possible. So how do you do that? I mean, it's been a few years since I looked at it, but I just went to Google and it was like, uh, like a rabbit hole. I, I, I searched for the secret Netflix Bible or the Netflix Bible the Netflix secret Bible, you know, whatever different ways. And I just kept digging and digging and came, came up to it. And then I went into it and it's just basically, it's a very raw, not descript website, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, and the one, two, three through nine, and you just click on one and it's just tons of shows. I am going to go look at that. It's like, ah, that blows me away. Oh, so I was going to mention real quick about British shows. Have you guys ever seen or heard of the show called Taskmaster? That sounds familiar. It's on, I've only found it on YouTube. It's probably somewhere else and I can find the individual episodes. And I, it's a, it's a really funny show. It's fun to watch. And I'm thinking this needs to be adapted for the U S. So basically a comedian, is is like the head guy the head judge of the show and he has this his assistant who he calls alex uh, and then they invite five uh you know comedians either stand up at tv shows and all this sort of stuff and they they he has this house that they go to um and they get this like task that they have to do and over over a season they do a bunch of tasks so they, they just open this letter they don't know what's ahead of it and he asked them to do these tasks. And depending on how well they perform, then he judges and scores them. But it's just really silly, some of the things they do. And it's just really interesting. Thing. And because they're comedians, they, mm-hmm. they, they do a better job of making it really funny to watch. But like, just watch one episode. And it's... Um, Is that Netflix too? No, I, I, I've only found it. Maybe you can find it in the Secret Bible. But I've only found it on <laughs> YouTube. Um, and it's, it's, it's just a really fun show that I'm surprised nobody, cause they've all, I think they have like seven seasons already and I'm surprised they just don't, that hasn't translated to the U S with the, you know, to make it work. Cause it's, it's fun. It's just comedians messing around for like half an hour, 45 minutes, but doing silly things that the taskmaster asked them to do. And I'm probably not doing like this any that. justice, but yeah, um, it's, it's completely arbitrary like the, the point system, it's all what he decides, what he wants to give points for. It's, and he just makes fun of people for the, the, like the things they do. There was, there was one, funny. 
It was one that had like a shopping cart and then there was like a little creek and they had to get everything or he had like a bag of groceries and all this stuff and they had to get it to the other side of the, of the, there was a basket, like a cart on the other side and they had to get all the produce or all the stuff from one side to the other and there's a creek. Well, there's a bridge over to the left and, you know, cause these things are timed. So the fastest person, you know, gets the highest score. And so some mm. people was like, would just grab the stuff and ran across the, the thing. And he's like, did you not even notice there was a bridge right there? I mean, <laughs> you can't even look around you. I mean, people were like throwing like bread and meat, like across the thing, trying to get it into the basket. <laughs> I mean, it's just a, a bunch of really silly stuff, but I have to watch that one. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!